0: I'm Dan Broskell. and I'm Dave Geller
1: and we are the co-hosts of what do we know what do we know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness education sports personal stories and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things but not a lot about others
0: your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator compulsive runner and father of five
1: and Dave Geller a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing main accent Good evening. It is Monday, October thirtieth, two thousand twenty three, after a perhaps six month absence. I'm Dan Roskell here with Dave Geller, back for episode eighty seven. Eighty-seven of what do we know? Dave, how you doing, buddy?
0: I'm doing good. Last last when we last talked, I think we were planning on breaking a hundred by um by f- a few months ago.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, in Jurassic Park, life finds a way. In our lives, the pod does not find a way. But I'm just really happy to be here. Uh, happy and happy in a dark time, which I think we'll talk about. But bottom line, it's good to be on the pod with you. Long time coming. And um, we'll try to keep this uh, funny and serious at the same time, because I think we're holding a lot in our in our in our hearts and minds, particularly right around now, David. Sound good to you?
0: That's good. It's funny because it's not like we don't talk at all, right? Like we just don't talk in the pod. We talk every day. Yeah,
1: we probably a, talked a couple hundred times since our have, last pod. We haven't, we haven't we caught the, up.
0: Um, this way, a long time, so it's good.
1: There we go. So, I mean, if I just say that, you know, for, for to keep our listeners up to date on what's happening, um, you know, I, I for me, like last six months, highlighted by uh, summer. Um, I'm a new job and uh you know just life go life goes on so i've left my position with the town of bedford and now i work as executive director of a synagogue in Wayland. i'm um, very happy to be back working in the jewish community after break of a couple years um and i think particularly now and, and and given current events it's good to be embedded in a jewish place during some of this difficult stuff so that's that's what i've been up to dave what were some high level stuff for you for the past few months
0: um more the same except I didn't change jobs there were in place uh, just navigating the world my um younger daughter just had a bot misfa a couple there of we days go. ago which you were there and all some great friends Yeah, um, just enjoying enjoying my family enjoying my friends my work it's all good it's all good
1: yeah, well, I mean, you'd be proud of me, Dave. We we spoke last week and I was like, should I get the COVID booster? Like, you should get the COVID booster. I got my COVID booster this evening. Nice. And I gotta tell you, I there are times where, like, oh, I didn't feel it at all. I didn't even feel I'm like, oh, you already did it? No, no That's idea. Great. Like, thanks. Amazing. Vaccine administrator at CVS in Bedford it was very, very well done. It's so, either
0: a pharmacist or some kid behind the counter that they pulled after he was um rigging. I mean, she arm. did a great
1: job. I'm full marks, and uh, hopefully, I will not see the reaction they had from my uh, second dose back in twenty twenty one. That one it was. I have no idea. So, but
0: have you been boosted, David? I've not been boosted yet.
1: I, I heard only seven percent of U.S. adults are up to date on their booster. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll be included in that seven percent. So seven point
0: oh 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 one because of you.
1: There we go. Oh 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 one. Um I did not do the combo flu COVID because I didn't wanna take the chance of being just destroyed by the COVID. So I don't know.
0: I'll I go back for the flu you, vaccine. You probably done that. I think that I think the people are recommending don't do the RSV vaccine at the same time, but that's just cause no one quite knows how that's gonna how that's gonna, how you're gonna react to that. It's so that's so brand new too.
1: But I you know it's funny, we haven't talked about it. So now there's an RSV vaccine.
0: For yeah, for for um people like there's definitely one for elderly people and there's also yep. one for infants um yep. the recommendation is is based on any risk factors in their age um but but, but in, a, in a lovely fashion um there's a shortage of that right now too so it's only available for the, the young kids under in our area under 11 pounds if you're over 11 pounds we don't have it at the moment so
1: Feels to me like vaccine shortage is a thing, uh, which you and I spoke about in the context of. For those that you don't know, like uh, the the migrant crisis coming to Bedford, we know we have you know something like seventy families in the in the hotel again, and fifty students yep. in Bedford public schools. And Dave, as some folks know, you're very involved in that program, getting them vaccinated, getting them cared for. But uh, you were looking for vaccine in late summer early fall and there just wasn't a lot around so is that supply chain improved Are he's still struggling to find vaccine yeah, that was
0: that was probably a more shortage of, of what you're referring to of that kind of supply and yeah. there's a huge influx of um refugees uh from, mostly from haiti that needed vaccinations and a lot of stuff got got shifted there right now i think it's a huge um nation's a nationwide shortage of uh the RSV vaccine because of the huge demand. And we're coming off of these past couple of years where RSV um, raised its ugly head more than usual. I mean, it's a common cold. But the past couple of years, it got really virulent and really um, caused a lot of illness. So people are, re- are geared up to get that. I mean, a lot of people are not are not hesitating to ask for that vaccine, but there's a shortage right now. So hopefully we'll sort that out. If, if, if we don't sort out, Dave, I'm going to blame you. I'll take the blame. I'll take the blame for that and the Bruins' loss.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the next thing I want to talk to you about. Oh, no. Go for it. Well, you know, I think, Dave, we're good for, a, you know, a sporting event or two per year together. For somehow we did not get to Fenway me and you together this spring. No, the, oh, no, other than other than Jewish Heritage Night. Sorry, we were, we were there. there.
0: We were there. My Jewish bad. Heritage
1: Jewish Heritage Night. I think we had the pod after that, but worth saying, like, you and I went to Jewish Heritage Night at Fenway, where our friend Mike Rosenberger threw out the first pitch. Where we also knew the the uh, the uh, the anthem singer, who you shouted that right before the she went off, and she's like, "I heard you guys screaming my name, and I was so yeah. uplifted." Like, no, we were uplifted by you, Cantor Stillman. A, they lost that battle. game. They yeah. lost the last Bruins game we went to. The last time I went to the Red Sox playoff game with you, they lost. And well, then this. I
0: to, well, I went to two. I went to um, how many Bruins games? I went to last year. I think the last two I went to, including the two playoff games, Game Five and Seven, they lost. Oh, brutal! Uh, yeah, and so they, I and they just, roll, they... we
1: roll into the Garden. The Bruins holding a perfect six-zero record against the lowly Ducks, up three to one with ninety seconds to go. I start posting on Facebook, "The curse is over," and then the ah. Bruins promptly concede two goals and lose in overtime. And over the course of five minutes, we went from like elation to dejection. But it's October hockey. Who really cares? And I will say, Dave, we had a wonderful time, at the game, including with our friend David Landis. So what was the best part for you of that Bruins excursion?
0: Um, many parts. Getting there early and on time because thanks you're navigating Boston traffic, which is sure. way over the top now. Yeah. Um, the first beer was delicious. That was. dog was wonderful. And this is a great game. I love I love the Bruins, you know, and being with you guys, three, you know, two of my really good friends, you know, being there was awesome. How about you? I and
1: mean, we did feel like it was like for us, it was Jewish heritage night at the Bruins, because we <laughs> went with it, we went with the uh, the bait dean of of Geller Landis Broskell. We were seated right near the kosher hot dog section, which we didn't know about until the intermission when I got us a couple. And we made some friends in front of us who were definitely not Jews, but heard us talking about the situation in Israel and expressed their allyship uh, <laughs> and their kinship with us, which I actually deeply appreciated. Was and, great. Uh, it was just kind of a weird thing.
0: It was a good night. It was, it was it overall was an amazing night, except for, except for the loss, but we'll take it. we'll get us back again.
1: Well they won Sunday. Dana Dana B is there tonight and uh and there's talk of a of a return trip on Thursday to the T D Garden. So we'll yes, see what there happens. There
0: is. But I don't want you I know I don't want to by no quite yet with so, unless we get a win. So
1: the, well, the, the curse of Geller is, is absolutely real. Geller but, curse. Oh my gosh. Um uh, yeah, but you're wrapped up in I mean we don't need to spend the whole time being depressed, but I will say, um you know, it it feels like we are we are in the middle of a of a of a really challenging time for for Israel for the Jewish people. Um, the I think once the uh, the the terrorist attacks happened on October seventh, we all kind of thought it, it's going to get worse before it gets better, and it's gotten. I think in some ways, so much worse. And um, it's just a tough time to be grappling with all the things that we feel about anti-Semitism and being Jewish and American and Israel. And it's perfect storm of just feeling lousy, and every day the word the news gets worse everywhere. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it just kind of sucks. So that being said, I'm really happy to be, you know, back working in the Jewish community where I can really sort of immerse myself in, in, in doing some of the healing and the work and the, and the community building around this time, which is really important for folks who are being, uh, you know, troubled by it. So tough times, man.
0: No, I think it's, I think that's a good point. You know, what you say, I mean, this is, this is, we talked about on the way and you meet David Landis. And in you know, my perspective, is that, yeah, always it's going to get a lot worse. Um, in many ways but it's well it's nice it's we're lucky to be surrounded by you know people you know you know with our communities here um who are being supportive and um you know it's you know with you at your show and me at ours and there's a lot there's a lot going on and um i just hope that we get through this you know everybody gets through this uh safely and healthily so it's tough yeah,
1: I mean I would say that you know that
0: occasionally there's good news
1: like our friends in front of us at the Bruins game, you know, today one of the hostages was rescued. Yeah. A, a soldier which is which is great. You know, there's how, how quickly the world is forgotten, you know, 1400 Jews killed about as horribly as we could imagine and then 230 kidnapped who are still there and and still we're hearing horrible things on college campuses and in and in Harvard Square and in Tulane and in in London and Paris and it's like yeah, there's an article that Michael Oren wrote the former ambassador to the U S from Israel said, you know, the war, the war against the Jews and in every generation, uh, you know, here we are finding ourselves for some reason, the 15 million of us amongst 9 billion, the target of this, the worst hatred. And it's, um, it's, uh, I, as I wrote, you know, my mom was right uh, about some of the stuff (laughs) and uh, we're, we're still, we're still having a tough go of things not to be too cavalier about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what else to tell you? Uh, you know, in Bedford, we have a new superintendent of schools. Who Have you met yet, Dave? Or have you talked
0: to him? Have you met? Do you I know, spent talk time, to Cliff. I spent time with Cliff. Yeah, I, I met in his office. And it was so right we have a new
1: superintendent replacing our buddy Phil Conrad, who we spoke about a lot in this pod. Cliff Schwan comes in work after having worked with the state for quite a few years on the state educational level. Um, he's doing an incredible PR campaign, meeting people in Bedford, making connections, going on trail walks, having his entry plan. Was dealt the you know the migrant crisis situation in his first in sort of two months of work and has done a nice job, partnering with local agencies in the town to settle those folks into school and to work with you, Dave, on getting them appropriate care. And now we're going to tackle a big year of uh you know budget budgeting from the town when we're going to need a big increase to keep pace with the, some of those market trends. And then we're going to need do a contract negotiation with a union. Uh, and who knows what else might happen between now and the end of the year. But uh, it's been a pleasure to work with Cliff alongside other town officials, uh, you know, trying to get the school year off and the year off to a good start. We have a special town meeting coming up in a couple weeks. And then I think most importantly, you know, given, again, current events, we're trying to make the annual Kristallnacht commemoration in Bedford really a massive event sort of affirming, you know, the good people's stance against hatred and anti-Semitism very publicly. Um, it is not a rally for Israel per se, but it really is about you know the people of Bedford stand with our Jewish you know Jewish friends against Jewish hatred against anti-Semitism in this moment when it really does feel to be everywhere. So I'm hoping for a nice huge showing, no rain, uh, you know uh, next next Thursday. So stay tuned for more information about how successful that goes. And then also on the calendars, Thanksgiving Day, because know my favorite holiday coming up in less than four weeks. So I am already getting ready.
0: Lots of squash. Lots there of we
1: good. go. Lots of um, what else is happening? Um, watching a few things, Dave. We still, what are you still watching alone? What are you watching right now?
0: Actually, we just finished up a season of Alone that we started when Maddie was at camp. And that okay. was open. Um, I am watching probably a myriad of things. Myriad. Nice. Um, I'm watching a little Shit's Creek. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start Jury Duty. Good show, uh, really good show. friends you know, keep telling me to watch that. Definitely watch um, it. And something else I'm watching, and I can't remember what it is, but it must be. Oh, I'm watching Old Dads with um, Billy Burr in it. Of Billy course Burr. you are. Of course yeah. you are. <laughs> love that kind of humor. Real good. I love. I love the angry guys. I like that. Oh I, can, I can. I can relate to that. So you can relate to Bill Burr. All right. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I've added. I can't. How about yourself?
1: Uh, what are we doing? Um, we're watching the British baking show, new season, new episodes every Friday. We're watching the Wrexham show on Hulu about the British soccer team, mm-hmm. watching that show called bodies on Netflix, which started really strong, but kind of got weird about, you know, the dead bodies that are found in London in the same place and like 1893, 1943 and 2023 and then 2053. So I'm trying to sort of, get through that actually watching that with my daughter and then um
0: speaking of soccer i, I, I reached out to, to uh bornstein about getting us okay. over for a game across the pond and uh haven't heard anything back from him yet so
1: well here's what i can say bornstein will certainly listen to this pod because he's been asking me when
0: are we doing the when are you and Geller getting back when are we pods? going when we going today. to london
1: when are we going to london so for those they don't know mark this is for you too dave does not get on planes so we're at the bruins game he's like now is the time we're gonna go to london and we're going to go see a soccer game. I'm I'm like, listen, we know a guy. We know a guy that cares deeply about Arsenal, and, like, maybe we can find our way over to a game. So, uh, with enough planning, Eam Tirtzu and you know, we can really figure it out. Yeah. But, um, you know, I say Liverpool with a strong start to the year. Marks Arsenal with a strong start to the year. Tottenham Hotspur, a actually famously philo-Semitic team uh, in North London uh, in first place. Although... Only because they stole a couple of points and they're poorly officiated game against Liverpool, but uh, compared to last year's dumpster fire, Liverpool has a great great start of the year. Other dumpster fires include the Patriots, include the Red Sox. <laughs> so high hopes for the Bruins, who are now 7 and one, and the Celtics, who take their perfect record to Washington tonight. Hopefully, they will go three. So uh, yeah, friend, two. our friend
0: Dana Bureau is um, arranging the the annual um, Auburn Maine classmate pilgrimage to. To fox to Gillette Stadium on yep. December third, actually, the uh, Chargers.
1: It's stadium. against the Chargers, Chargers, L.A. Chargers. Don't call them San Diego. Oof. Yeah, and again, like we're worth affirming that in a in a month of terrible news for, for folks that care about Jews and Israel, like there's also awful, horrible things happening, including in Dave's, uh, hometown adjacent, Lewiston, Maine. So we should not not talk about or just mention that what a horrible thing happened. Um up there in the bowling eye that we referenced on this podcast last year, which is really uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Not too, just, warm. Uh, Yeah, not too yet. Another <laughs>
1: example of, of uh, gun culture one completely, uh, running amuck and, uh, and just absolutely horrifying and terrible. Uh-huh. And, and Dana posted a wonderful, meaningful, painful article, which I read, um, which she had cut and pasted from somewhere about someone who was there and what they witnessed, but exactly, which just the bad news continues to pile on and pile on and pile on. So thoughts with Auburn, we were at, the garden, it was like you know, main strong, a lot of main stuff. There's a fundraiser going on the next couple of home games for folks up there, which is obviously really important. And you were just up there over the weekend, and um, yeah, just, no, it's um, what I, was I, that I, like? You know,
0: well, you know, it's you know, there's this, there's this connection there, right? I mean, we have this connection. I mean, this that was right. I mean, you know, that's pretty close to home. Um, what happened. Yeah. And on top of everything that's going on in the Middle East, that was another punch to the gut, you know. And but a different, a different kind of punch, and very sad, extremely sad. And I had wanted to go see a, a, a good friend of the family's, um, Dr. Fackery, based on Fackery, whose daughter um, came to Mattie's bar mitzvah. I really wanted to see him, and uh, you know, while, you know, just you know, kind of you know when I could. But I was hoping to go up. You and I were talking about maybe going up on the weekend. but I just wanted to get get up there back and forth, and I and but you know the question is do i go when there was still a manhunt going on 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 the weekend but they i i was planning to go with that kind of on, on the fly went up there drove up there saturday morning saw him um and it was a great visit and it was good to be back in auburn but weird you know just weird because there's, a, there's a, you know these people are there's a lot of trauma so being through sort of through right now um it was a major catastrophe well that. i'm sure
1: you knew some folks who had kids at Bates, right i mean plenty of folks that were like
0: my daughter oh, yeah. was on lockdown for two days and in in our good friend um laura jabot's son is up there Noah's at bates she was the one who texted me and jen said you guys know what's going on up there i'm like what's going on you know and then then you know i i you know clicked on my on my facebook feeds and everything and, and i was checking the news up there and it was crazy right and you think that it's going to be uh this was yeah it, it, was, it was it was it was you know you couldn't have expected how bad it was um and how scary it was too you know there was I was talking to Dr. Fackery I mean they were in Jens parents who were up there right and a lot of friends who were listening. Uh they were locked down for 48 hours. It was like a ghost you you weren't leaving your house. You know everything was closed. Um you know it was really they were really looking for this this person. I mean Jocelyn lives in Portland, Maine. Her work got canceled for the day. I mean the was locked down where where Brian Cutler's daughter is. I mean there, this 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 no one was taking any chances and and rightly so. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: my 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 uh you know my Noah was over at uh nature's classroom there right on the new hampshire vermont border and like they're like we're locking down the camp and like the sro from the schools really? there and he was armed or so like i mean you just i mean it's like murphy's law in steroids if something bad can happen right now it's probably going to happen to yeah. someone that we know or someone yeah. that we care about and it's just like it boggles my mind like i, I like think i was saying today in a meeting like the, the next terrible thing is probably like five to ten minutes away and it's just like it, and you just can't hide from it i mean the the, the the Tuesday after the attacks in Israel, I'm like I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to use the machine like on the other side of the gym, and I won't even look at the screens. And of course, I get there, and like the only open stuff is like right under the television. It's like nonstop Israel, 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 Israel stuff. I'm like I cannot handle. And I always make the mistake. Oh, oh, I'll just read the next article, which reveals more horrifying things yeah. that you've never heard about. Yeah. And you know, thousands of people are dying. Um many of them are innocent, and it's just, it's just, it's so freaking bad, that's and awesome. um but you know what, what are we supposed to do? Like, Hamas must be destroyed, and that's the bottom, and that's the bottom line, and, you know, here we are. Yeah. Here, here we are. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Um. That what mean? else? Well, and also, I mean, it's, you know, I've been it's a little more creative than usual i've been doing some more writing but i had a couple yeah like, you're doing
0: some great you're doing some great pieces you know nice. i piece. had
1: like a couple like sort of funny ironic jewish things that i've written about which would be like completely inappropriate to publish right now but <laughs> i feel bad because some were actually kind of clever so i'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a, a little soft teaching now based on one of those things all right so right, right i'm ready i and i'm gonna take i'm gonna go on a limb and say that you might know that the very first teaching in the Mishnahs, about like you know what at what time of day are you supposed to be able to recite the morning Shema, right? Do you know this famous teaching?
0: Um, I I think I do, but you can. So tell it's like
1: when you it. when when it when the light when the if like when the sun starts rising or like it begins to get lighter in the sky when you can distinguish the the the, the difference between the white thread. And the blue thread mm. on the seat seat is when you're allowed to say the Shema, right? So you could there's enough light to be able to tell the, discern the difference between those two colors, right? Mm. And actually, is it blue? Like it's called techelet. Like what kind yeah. of blue is that? There's a whole rabbit hole of like what mollusk in what sh- tidal area had that blue ink yeah. which they dyed the wool with. Like believe me, there's scholarly literature around there. But if you can't access the blue and the white thread, the rabbis give you a uh, two animal-related differences that you should be able to discern. I thought this was really funny, okay? Okay. So Rabbi Meir says, the day begins when one can distinguish between two similar animals, David, a wolf and a dog.
0: Which is tough to do in Lexington sometimes. Well, we're... there's a
1: coyote in my yard last week, and was it a coyote or was it a dog? And that's fine, but we don't usually run into wolves or dogs here, but this is my favorite one, okay? This yeah. is Rabbi Akiva that says, uh, the day begins when you can when there is sufficient light To distinguish between a regular donkey and a wild donkey Hmm. so i i I don't know what the difference is but i called the post um donkeys ex machina like as a joke on deus ex machina but it was supposed to publish the monday after the, the the uh the horrible events in israel so it's sitting there for some future posting donkeys ex machina which that was and the final the final piece there was like oh well if you can recognize your acquaintance from a distance of four cubits and recognize him, that's when there's enough light. And how long is four cubits, David? If a cubit's like twenty-one inches, that's eighty-four inches. So that's seven feet. So if we're seven feet away from each other, which is not yeah. which is not that far, and I and it's still dark enough that I can't see you, you can't say the shema. But if I can see you from seven feet, we can say the shema in the morning and be on our way. And you put on your tefillin like the time you borrowed those from me in the morning. So there you go.
0: Well, um, but when's if you always look like a donkey to me though.
1: Well, I I always look like a donkey in the morning, so there you go.
0: So, but you can you can lay it to fill in earlier. You can't say the Shema till you, you you can discern. Now
1: you were onto something. You were onto something right there. There's actually if you look at the like the the, the really specific like calendars for like. T- Orthodox prayer, like the last moment to say the Shema, you can put the film on long before then because the service starts before the Shema, as you just alluded to. I, no one I, I, is really here for this content, but we are true. here for this content today.
0: Yeah. All right. That's <laughs> great. I, I put the phone on if I, if I you know, before the sun's even risen before, so I can get it. I now. think
1: that in that case I'll take your intention and say you checked off the box. Um Thank you. what else can I tell you? Uh musically, David, um have you has have you or your daughter or wife seen the Taylor Swift movie?
0: Well, I forget if we talked to the pod about actually going to the Taylor Swift concert. We um, did
1: not, because that was which, after the pod.
0: Which I, which we were, which we, were, I guess we will not even go into that that weekend where we spent some time together trying to get tickets, you and me we and our And then I ended up just getting tickets for Maddie, and she went with a friend on the Sunday concert after the main So, yes, yeah, since then, um, yes, Maddie, I have not, I have not seen Taylor Swift in either in person or in or the movie. But Maddie has. She saw the movie and the concert. She saw the concert and she's, I think she saw the movie twice. Twice. Could have saved myself a lot of money if I just if By just concert. seeing the movie. Well the here's movie. the thing. Like yeah. that
1: that yeah I mean for opening weekend like both my daughters went up they bought tickets like in September. So we actually saw it second weekend at noon and nobody was in the movie theater. And I well, couldn't I- figure out why. But it was like a private showing for like me and, you know, Davi, Elizabeth, and one of my daughter's friends, and it was, like, oh, amazing. So, I, I mean, it was wonderful. I mean, it was a little bit long, and I won't go through the critique of, like, what parts I liked and didn't like, but it was great, and I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, I, I have not yet bought the 1989 Taylor's version yet, because I've listened to it on Spotify, and it's not, like, transcendent like the Red re-release was, but my daughters are bothering me. Can you please buy the 1989? I'm like, I'll get around to it in a minute but the most important music development for me is i as i think i told you i've gotten definitely into like some very niche k-pop music which is for those who don't know is like korean dancey happy optimistic music and like discovered it in the springtime thanks to my wife's watching of some netflix shows out of korea and hearing it in some korean matcha japanese uh cafes near fenway and like here we are with me just like trying to sing along to Korean syllabic uh, transliteration
0: unsuccessfully. So who
1: saw that coming, David? The answer is not me.
0: Well, two things. is One, we're on tap to try to go see Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, there we go.
1: Well, two, let me get in with you there. Oh, my goodness. I'd love to see that concert.
0: Two, um, really? You Have love you listened to her music? I love, love that stuff. Have you listened to it? No. I mean, Maybe. So here's, here's here's
1: my challenge for you. There's an there's either a New Yorker piece or a some piece which says like here's why, like like dads like Olivia Rodrigo because when you listen to the new one, I swear to God, it sounds like the music that you and I listened to in the '90s, right? It sounds like Sonic Youth right no. and like a little bit of grungy stuff so like no whoever no. I, i'm not even joking like i thought i was listening to like the single soundtrack at some time really? so i'm listening to her new album and like it's real some bits really oh, catchy maybe I'll, maybe
0: I'll go with i will and I'll
1: um i swear to God, like i listen it's like it's like usually like that feedbacky like loop Thanks. kind of stuff hazy stuff I'm like the sounds like the music i listened to 30 years ago
0: well well, two things I it's so all, weird two more things one i was what's this what's this k-pop stuff near Fenway? what's going on down there i didn't know about that
1: there's a there's a place called well my wife likes matcha as you know like the japanese ceremonial tea thrown into like lemonades at starbucks and also tea that we have at home and there's it's a specialty like
0: when, you, match- when you wear kimono too right
1: absolutely yes That's- um there's like a specialty matcha cafe near your where you can get like matcha like matcha ice cream or like boba and stuff Oof. so i took it there as, as like a surprise for mother's day and there's this music playing she started singing along. I'm like, how do you know this Japanese, like Korean song? She goes, oh, it's on the show I watch on Netflix. So I opened up like Shazam and I found the name of the, of the song. And I started like poking around and then it went back to like a month later. And like these other two songs were playing and like, they're really good. I'm like, what's this song? What's this song? And I went to Spotify and kept on going and going and going and going not and going. Not. And, you know, look at this,
0: here's me. What happened? So the other thing is, I listened to was the new Rolling Stones album, which actually is not bad. What
1: are you talking about? We, They're ninety years old. They've got <laughs> an album out. I mean, it's and it's actually not what?
0: bad. Uh, so yeah, I think I
1: heard that somewhere.
0: You're listening to you, so you're listening to ten year old K popers I'm listening to ninety year old. Um,
1: they're not 10 they're like 18 to 22 they they get groomed for like five years to be trained to like do the dancing and the singing and it's all very like
0: baby dancing you
1: know but it's fun i mean i challenge you to not to not be moved i got my kids into it too i'll listen to it i have a a spotify list called like the matcha playlist and like play the matcha play the matcha playlist i'm like all right kids you got it drink some bobo tea
0: some Bobo tea. Boba, not boba. No Bobo. <laughs> No desire for that stuff. I the Bobo.
1: And the you want you ice. in the morning. You want to talk to me, and not listen to music. I know how it is.
0: <laughs> I want to listen to K-pop tomorrow when I'm running around my running around my circle. Running around in the driveway. <laughs> in the cul-de-sac, Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, what else to tell you? Uh, what, what? What? And we got on tap. It's almost November. What's look? What's your week looking like, David?
0: Week's looking pretty good. Um, you know, we've I, you know we we've hired some new uh, doctors at the yep. office which has been yep. great it's given it's freed me up a little bit so my weekends have um, a little more uh you know less office work so i'm okay this weekends looking we got we got halloween tomorrow night woohoo right in my in my house now maddie goes out by herself with her friends sure i'll And i have like a free night i'm not sure what we're gonna do yeah. um thursday night is is a possible bruins game um <laughs> and let's go Saturday, Saturday we might we actually might go up to Maine Jen and I and Maddie which would be nice um, just to get up there so
1: well like I got uh, we got uh, today tomorrow's a regular Tuesday we have meetings 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 we have services Friday night we have Noah running in the middle school cross country championships we have a pumpkin smash in Bedford where you can compost your old pumpkins oh, yeah. And then, um, one thing I'm also kind of you know, busy being involved with is that um, the but the folks who live in Bedford who are Jewish, you know, who probably go outside of town for their, like, religious affiliation and involvements, there's very little happening in town to, like, connect folks together when they're at home. So I put some energy into, like, a you know, new Facebook group of, of folks in Bedford who were Jewish or Jewish adjacent and, like, some other events that we're planning for, including the Kristallnacht thing. So having our first casual, like, hey, let's just get together and, and be around each other and support each other this
0: weekend, which is nice. What's what, so? What, when's that? When's this, When's this? Uh,
1: I will tell you on the pod, but uh, uh-huh. it's going to be happening. Which is I might nice. Have to come
0: on over. Yeah, you
1: should come. You're probably half your half your freaking practice. Um, but uh, you know, again, like at uh, at the same time that we're being. Traumatized on an hourly basis by the horrible news, it's good to find joy in the things that we like doing, like spending time with Dave, the Bruins game, like laughing at jokes and meeting people and doing cool things, which we're trying to do and hold it all together, which is actually really hard. So it's nice to see you tonight, Dave, and catch up really, really quickly. Well, wow. hopefully we can get back in this habit of doing this uh, and getting some folks back. So we into now get the momentum.
0: We got some momentum. We can, right. we
1: can we can build from here and take it to a new level and maybe get to episode one hundred within five years. I mean, you never know. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, um, right, any any parting words of wisdom from you?
0: No, I was just going to say, yeah. I you know your kids are still killing it hard, right? Your um, you, you, James is is uh is, is really thriving at Brandeis, right? And uh, doing Orin, well. Orin's, Orin and the and the girls are running some fast some fast races, right? Some meets. Orin
1: Warren's spent this week doing his final ED applications for college, which is good. Preparing for the D four, whatever it is, D two sectionals, easily in the of the first ever conference was it the first ever conference championship in bedford cross-country history for the girls team was this year and they also won the dcl championships which was awesome so congratulations to uh all the seniors and leaders on that team who really led the way with with awesome leadership and and they're also great kids
0: and Uh, Warren and his
1: pals who are going to be running for a place at states hopefully next weekend and uh Love watching my kids run. It t- takes a lot less time than watching soccer. So it's very nice and manageable.
0: You're going to be watching your kids match, right? Because Aisley is a, is a ROTC now.
1: And as you know, yeah, my daughter's doing the junior ROTC program at the high school. Loves it. You know, great kids. Very supportive. she got her uniform and nameplate and hat. And I'm like, you know, you could do cool things with that in your high school career. So so we'll okay. see five kids all doing awesome. God bless. Holding them close. And um.
0: Getting ready for a Thanksgiving in the gorgeous. Getting ready for Thanksgiving, and ready for Thanksgiving. cranberry the, corn, more um, cornbread. You know how it is. Again, that special turkey. Again, as always, you got to. Again,
1: Sean's prepping that turkey for me. I picked up the Sunday beforehand and put that puppy in the oven at four a.m. Thanksgiving. Go to the gym early and then party the rest of the day. That's my
0: plan. You're gonna run? Is there, Is there, You're gonna run a race that morning too? So
1: yeah, and the signs in my yard. I feel like I should either be running it or like volunteering as like the race course. Marshall. oh yeah and i was the bedford day 5k race director which our folks friends might not know about which is one of the coolest things i've ever done peak awesome. bedford dorkage with my megaphone and last a, minute course change because of a blown transformer that was pretty awesome just the course on the fly right so we changed course on the fly last minute because of a fire on the race course and our rate runners did great and i was really happy to get a free shirt and look cool and have a cool picture from the from uh from our pals over there with the photographers but anyway, we'll save some of that for later, yeah. Dave. But I know we have, we have to get out of here pretty quickly tonight, but it was good to see you, folks. We'll oh, see yeah. you back here for episode 88, Lucky 88, sometime soon. And uh, Dave, great catch up with you. Maybe I'll see you on Thursday.
0: <laughs> uh, there's a good chance for that, end okay. All right, guys,
1: have a good night, and we'll see everyone later. What Do We Know is written by Dan Roscoe and Dave Geller and produced by Terry Samaris from Lex Media and Lexington, Mass. Our theme music is from Joey Freeman music you can find on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time.